previously on Chronicles of Starlight. So let me paint the picture more clearly for Foxfire. You decided to engage with a big scary enemy, not necessarily with the enemy, but like something around it related to it, perhaps thinking it would be the best course of action. And then upon realizing that this was not the best course of action, your friends came over to help you, and the person that you've just spent, like, a long time, maybe like a sort of a day or so, dragging out of their own personal hell because they died in front of you before, has now got knocked unconscious and is now laying right on top of you, dying. How are you feeling? Here we go again. You got two unconscious bodies over to the side. Uh, Kitar is trying to make you guys look real nice. But, um... Propped up again. Propped up against each other. In a freak turn of events, uh, you hear in the announcements, Team A has killed their dragon. They get sweet oh. bonuses. You head into the chamber. Only Luthmos is conscious for this. Rad doesn't look too good. Yes, of course. So, any ideas? Because I'm fucking stumped. Last time I left you with a little riddle thing. Um, did did you guys get a chance to think about it? Maybe maybe come um, up with a plan. Sort of. Yeah, we kind of discussed it. Okay. We decided to redo the B movie script. Yes. Yeah, that was the consensus. That was the consensus that you're gonna review the B movie script. We're just gonna read you the whole script. Wait, are are you serious? Yes. No, I'm joking. One second, let me send you the screenshot. Okay, okay. Yo, I think we just gave Vivian an aneurysm. I yes, you did. I was, I was about to take you seriously. I was completely like, uh, uh, um, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do this. Okay, the riddle for listeners at home. Um, gonna gonna say it for like the fifth time, but it's fine. In my hand, I hold two things. One moves you forward. One gives you wings. If you speak a truth, a key you receive, or a wicked cool jetpack if you deceive. You can only speak once, and though I love paradoxes, you can't say something like the sun. The statement is false, or I'll eat your socks. I need something to rhyme. Don't judge me. <laughs> Was that on the plaque too? No. No, 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 not that last part. That anecdotal little part is my little thing where I was just like, I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with paradoxes. Good. Foxes. Oh, yeah, foxes. I could have, I could have like really uh, freaked your bean and been like, uh, and no You're one's allowed to say anything, especially foxes. if their name is Firefoxes.
Okay, maybe yours was a little better. Mine's kind of violent. Oh. I was going to say your face will be eaten by foxes. Nah. So? Um, okay. So, I don't know. I interpreted this riddle, like the last part, to basically say we have to pick either the truth or the lie. We can't have both. We can't have our cake and eat it too. We won't uh, receive both. We'll just get penalized. Mm, sure. No, we can have both. We need to say one sentence that both contains a lie and the truth. Yeah, and it just can't be like a paradox. Like, literally the sentence saying this statement is false. Okay, well, I grossly misinterpreted this riddle then. But what do I know? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit confusing. Yeah. But yeah, you guys, I, I do want to make it clear that two of you are unconscious. Abby and Foxfire, off in a corner, and Kitara, like, had dragged you into the room using her jacket, just kind of, uh, making a sling and just dragging you into the room. (laughs) And, uh, the only ones awake are Rad, Kitara, and Luthmos. But, for the sake of gameplay, I'm gonna let you guys have input onto... Trying to figure out the riddle, because otherwise it's just Luthmos being like, ah. Mood. Yeah. So, like, do the. Does the sentence need to be factual? Not. It doesn't have to, like, like, be an absolute truth. Luthmos' intelligence is like eight, so what if it said something like, I'm very smart. I know that one plus one is two, and two plus two is eight. Would that count as a truth and a lie? Okay, I'll 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 role play this out for you then. Uh, Rad's just kind of like pondering this for a bit. Um, maybe that's just how you interpret it. I I guess it's just true to you. If it's just true to you, then maybe it's just a truth. It's not really a lie. Hmm. F. Okay, so like we can't just do like simple math. Like we can't just say one plus one is two and two plus two is six. That doesn't count. I I don't think that counts either. I guess I guess that's just like one whole. St- that can't be just one whole statement. It'd be like one plus one is two. That's a true statement. Two plus two is six. That's an untrue statement. That, that's two different statements. I mean, we could always just say a truth and then just move on with this puzzle. We don't really need a jetpack. Do do we? Do we need a jetpack? That's true. But it would be cool if we had the jetpack. It would be cool if we had a jetpack. Kitara's kind of like nodding in the corner. Like, yeah. I feel like this this puzzle is a little bit, um... It's too open-ended. The, the answer to the puzzle is something like kind of like well, I guess that would make sense, but you wouldn't really like come to that conclusion. Uh, what what do you mean? Uh, let me give you a hint because I feel like this puzzle I I, I found this puzzle online for like some hard puzzle things. Um, but the answer to it is something that you you wouldn't really like think to do that. Well, then maybe that was not a good choice for this. 
Yeah. Because none of us are are lateral thinkers or do riddles on a regular basis. So unless, you know, you're used to thinking in that way and without any hints, we'd probably never come to that conclusion. So unless you just want us to go with either the truth or the lie. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe not lateral thinking, maybe more like this is an option that you can do and there's no indication that this is something that is like an option here. Um, so I'm just going to say that the answer is in the form of a command. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Yeah, because you, you wouldn't think that you could like tell it to do something, right? Like that's not like a no, true statement or a, li- or a lie statement. I, okay. I think I get it, but I'm also unconscious, so I can't. I have no fucking clue. So like it's a command. Yeah. How about how about Rad like pulls out a little panel, a secret panel, and says like, "Uh oh, look, there's there's a secret panel, and it says the answer is in the form of a command. How convenient." Oh boy. Uh oh boy. Hmm. I could Google it, but that's not fun. That's cheating, and that's against the rules of the dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Well, when it comes to these sort of dumb little riddles, sometimes um, sometimes thinking, like, way too big is the wrong answer, and we need to think smaller? Or no, uh, not smaller, more in the context of the thing, of the yeah, riddle itself. Stand, something like, stand on your hands and touch your feet. Hmm? But it's a com- it, it is a command, and it's kind of paradoxical like stand on your hands and touch your feet i mean i can do that i can just bend down and like touch my touch my hands to the ground and then my feet kind of wiggle them up underneath my hands there we go well what i mean like do a handstand like stand on your hands like upside down a handstand oh, okay. okay i'm doing a handstand i'm doing it right now check it out pretty cool <laughs> yes now try touching your feet while while you're standing on your hands. Okay, uh, how about I just clasp my feet together? There we go. My hand, my, my, my feet are touching. Does that do anything? Touch him. Try to touch him with your hands. Okay, okay. Uh, maybe, this maybe I'll- I'm referring to, by the way. Like, out of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I know what you're trying, uh, yeah. like, just a, just a handstand, like, straight up and down, perpendicular yes. to the ground. And Rad is, like, trying to touch his feet with his feet, like, grabbing his feet together. Because he is a very flexible little possum. (laughs) Though the paradoxical thing is, like, stand on both your hands and use your hands to touch your feet. Uh, I really don't think this is working. Damn. Like, what, what else are other commands that are, like, paradoxical? I think you're thinking, like, too much. We gotta think simpler. I have no fucking clue, my dude. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so sometimes these these riddles, they're okay. You you know the riddle where um one tells truth and one tells lies, right? That's a classic. Yeah. And the right answer is to ask both of them to take me to the right door, and they're both gonna point to. The same door. Because the one that's... 
Wait, no, no, no. It, 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 I'm explaining it bad. It, it's, it's, you're supposed to say, take me to your home without an interpretation where, where there's two people. One tells lies, one tells truth, and they're both from two different towns. Uh, what was, the, what was the one with the, the two, the two statues and they both tell lies and they both tell truths? Shall I just read the B movie script? That, that that's our last uh option. That that's in case <laughs> that, that that's in case all else fails here. Okay. Hmm. Let me see if I could work through this dumb logic puzzle. So we gotta say a command. Yes. Some sort of command. Sorta of like in the truth teller lie teller thing, like the answer is take me to your home. And then the lie teller will be like, well, I gotta take you to the opposite home because I'm a liar. And then the truth teller will take it to the truth town because he's a truth teller. So we gotta say something like, take me to your home. But like, for this riddle, that would be like, take me, uh... uh you, get what I, you get what I'm trying to get at? Kinda? I'm not very good at riddles. Maybe we should have some audience input on this, even though you guys are unconscious. Um, well, I think I've already figured it out, but I didn't want right. to meta game. Yeah. Um, I believe what we are going for is you want to go with a statement such as, I want the jetpack, which is both a true and a false statement because, well, we do want the jetpack, but we also want the key. Yeah. So that's what I was going to go for, but I didn't want to meta game. Yeah. But then again, uh, it's probably better we input because just listen to silence while we try to figure something out is not very good radio. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's actually fine if there's a lot of silence. I can edit out silence super easily. There's a truncate silence option for audacity. Uh, I mean, I suppose so, but... Truncate me. I'm tired. I'm so tired. Let's I just go with I want the chat back. All right. Rad walks up to the statue and he says, I want the jetpack. And the statue kind of like turns its head, turns its head the other way. And then it's like, and it just kind of like, it, 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 it's two hands that are holding the key in the jetpack. While it's flexing real good, like both of them crack open. Yeah, baby. We did it. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. And upon receiving the key, the doors open. There's a door this way, and there's a door this way. And of course, there's a door leading back where you came from. Oh, and then, then there's a door that leads to a dead end. Because, well, that's what happens in mazes. There's dead ends. So then basically our options are go this way and this way? Uh, okay. well, this one's a dead end over here. Oh, okay. This way, yeah, this way, and this way. And it's only Luthmos and me going. Because everyone else is unconscious. Yeah, sorry about that. It was really sucky that I got knocked unconscious, because I can heal people. Yep. But that's how it be. That's how it be on this bitch of an earth. 
That's how it'd be when someone bites off more they can chew. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to do it again. Okay. Play to your character, I guess. So go ahead and go, Luthmos. Go, Wendell. Over here. Alright. She's going to be going this way, dragging the bodies behind her with her with her jacket. Rest in peace, Abby. Rest in peace, Foxfire. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna have you go, uh, cause uh, just assume that everyone else is following you. Yeah. Cause you're just gonna be doing this, and I gotta, I gotta move my dudes. Let's just move until there's something interesting. Yeah, I'm also moving the other guys. Oh uh, yeah. I gotta move the whole map. You can go now. I've been moving my dudes in the background. What's this? That stuff. That looks like some sort of coin machine thing. Huh. Do we have anything that we can use on it? Yeah, you you have some gold on you, right? Yeah. There's a couple. It looks like um there's a prize of a hundred gold and that um there's someone else in the dungeon who is um also playing this at the current moment and they put in a bid f- uh for one gold and it's like a little auction thing um where you're bidding in pieces of gold to win the prize of 100 gold and there's currently like a minute left for the uh auction to be over let's put in some coin okay you put in a coin and then the timer resets and now there's a bid for two gold. And you see it go up to three gold, and the timer resets. Put in 99 gold. Or however much it needs to be to be 99. Uh, do I have enough gold for that? Probably not. Like, even between all of us, I don't think we have 100. Yeah. That's where you're wrong. If you, you know, if you want to dig through your unconscious party member's pockets. <laughs> Rat actually you... runs up to you and, like, grabs your hand is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Are you just putting money in for more money? It's like a pyramid scheme. I mean, I guess, but I don't know what, how it's going to benefit this. Okay, well, hold on. Let's Let's think this through a little bit. Every time you put in a coin, you're losing that coin. Like, you're not going to be able to get that back. And then someone else in the map who wants that hundred gold, they're putting in money, throwing away their money, and and it just sort of escalates. This is not... This is not good. Yeah, let's... um, Let's just kind of move on. There's... No, put in, put in money. Put it in gold. Oh. God, I wish Foxfire was alive to see like, this. <laughs> there was like another way where Kitara is standing, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did you just drag, oh, Kitara dragged conscious bodies. Yeah, Kitara yes. is dragging the unconscious bodies. That's supposed to be a hole up there. Not, not not an artificial hole like that. That's part of the maze. Let's go through the hole. I had to edit the map to make it a much easier maze, basically. 
Boy. You can start to hear sounds. Like, you're getting closer to the center of the mm-hmm. maze. Like, obviously. Like, from from our perspective, from the player's perspective, they can see the whole Roll20 map. And they're slowly making their way through the maze. And it's very clear that they're heading towards the center. Um, And you can hear the sounds of the other people. Oh, boy. I'll just kind of reveal it like this. Luthmos, do you think for a second? Absolutely not. Rad, okay, 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 okay. Rad is like right behind you and he's grabbing you by the lapel of your neck because the moment you walk into the room, you see that. You see four of the other dudes lined up against the wall looking at some cool-ass weapons they, it looks like it's their weapons, and actually, they're, they're a turn ahead, so they'd actually be more like this, more like, more like this, looking at the other stuff, looking over here, actually, no, that'd be guy over here, yeah, you walk into the final chamber of the room, and... The four of the um, competing guys are in the room. It looks like they had found um, their weapons up to the side of the wall, and they have a cool art, like, uh, colorful glow to them, and they've all got a different glow, different color. It looks like they're replaced for five weapons, and four of them have been taken off on that side, and then you see the opposite side, Looks like there's a place for five weapons and there's only one missing. And it looks like it's the orange one on that side. And there, the rest of the weapons, there's like a, uh, a red short sword, a uh, it, it's a yellow glowing keytar, a green glowing weird sword skateboard looking thing, and a cyan glowing dagger. And on the opposite side, there were various weapons from the other team. Glowing in Boy. different blue sort of hued rainbow. And the, the the opposite team had already gone there and they've been inspecting their weapons and they've been looking around and they're looking at your guys' weapons. And they are they were about to start taking them off the wall before you walked in. Yeah, I don't think so, guys. Those are our weapons. You already got yours. <laughs> Dragstar looks at you as you walk into the room. And who's to say? There's a four against one here. <laughs> I am not alone. I have my friends with me, but two of them are uh two of them are lost. <laughs> let's let's start some combat. Yeah. Because I am so sorry. Things are about to get a little spicy, meatballs, real fast. I have my relic sword with me, at least. It's glowing orange, and you notice the other side of the wall is missing its orange and its rainbow. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted I to make it clear ready. that the orange glow was not a part of the level up. It, 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 whatever. You got it. You got it. Yeah, I got it. Oh my god, I sh- I'm just looking at my health and I have like 16 hit points left. Yeah, yeah. We, are, we are fucked. Yeah, this is bad. 
Okay. Um, um, where am I just going to stand? So you're at a choke point as at the beginning of the maze. Er, uh, not, not not the beginning of the maze. The beginning of the the, the room. This the entrance to the center of the maze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rad is like desperately pull. Like he's he's like on your shoulders and he's like just trying to uh, pull your. <laughs> Uh, I'm a luxury if you can afford sweater in the opposite direction. If it's a choke point, you can take them one by one. Well, um, assuming this is not the cent supposed to be the center of the maze, we can we can um we can go back. This is not the center, right? It is the center. Oh, it is the center. It is well, absolutely the center of the maze. That's where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Well, I don't think we have any other choice. We have the choice to run and live! But then how are we going to complete the maze and get the MacGuffin? Uh, I mean, is the MacGuffin really worth our lives? Yes. I mean, I mean, we need it to save the universe in the future. But- Like, if we don't try, everyone is going to die. But if you die here, then there's gonna be no one to save the future. And Kitara actually, like, steps up and pats you on the shoulder. And she looks over at her uh, Kitar over on this, way over on the other opposite side of the maze. And she looks at you guys and she gives a slow nod. And she she hands the sleeves of the jacket to you, Luthmos, uh... With her, with your two unconscious friends slung onto it. Oh boy! And Rad's like, "Do not do this. This is a bad idea." And Kitara gives a, a big grin, and she's off. She's gone, like a lightning bolt. She is dashing all the way over to the other side of the map, straight to her Kitar, and she's gonna take an A op. From this guy. Roll some initiatives, boys. Yeehaw! Do you roll initiative if you're unconscious? Nah. Okay. So we'll just roll whenever we might become conscious? Yeah. Well, that's a whole fucking, uh, tree. Cool. Oh boy, oh boy. Ooh, baby. Okay, kids. So, for this, I guess, surprise action, because the other team, um, well, not, they weren't actually prepared for you guys, so it wasn't really like they were setting up for an ambush. You had just caught them before they were going to do that. Because, again, I was playing them as you guys were playing through the maze. So, they weren't ready to take uh, any actions on you. So for this surprise sort of round, Kitara dashed real fast over to her weapon, taking, yeah, an A up, as one of the, as this little robot little fella, this little robot friend, shoots her as, like, the robot's, like, literally right next to her. And she takes some damage. That could not be her hit points. Oh boy. Uh, did she already get attacked by the dragon earlier? I can't even remember. No, she didn't. She stayed back because she couldn't attack at all. 
Oh, right. Oh, no, no, no. That doesn't hit her. That doesn't hit her, actually. Okay. Woo! She's got a very high AC. Well, that's good. Yeah. And now it is the top of the round. This little guy sees all this shit going down. Uh, I'll give some better physical descriptions because it's been a while. There is the snake-like robed creature that just looks like a gigantic robe that's very long, like a snake with a big hood over itself and shadow uh, masking the face. There's also Draxard. I feel like you guys are all know friendly little friend Draxard who has big gun crossbow thing and um, big, like, big giant one wing. It's all tattered and stuff. We also got the strange uh, scarf puppet creature thing that um, is very, very, like, creeper kind of dude. He's got that weird mask, big uh knife-like hands spindly little guy who moves around weirdly and there's like the cubic robot and earlier you had seen a uh cybernetic demon thing with a big fluffy beard and he is not in the room oh he's dead not necessary necessary not necessary and top of the round this snake-like creature going to run up to Kitara. And... Let me figure out some stats for him. Okay. Ooh, that barely hits her. Cool. And let's roll that sweep damage. Poor, poor, sweet Kitara. You're gonna get smacked in the face by some sort of snake creature thing. It's more robe than creature. I can find my dice! Eh, fuck it. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. She, uh... The snake-like creature comes up to her and, like, a dark shadow sort of, uh, mists and floats away from Kitara and into the shadowy hood of the robe creature thing. And she kind of, like, stumbles back a little bit. And then it's Draxard's turn. He is going to aim at Luthmos and fire a crossbolt. He's taking revenge. Good lord, he rolls a fumble. Yeehaw. Yee. Draxard, you're supposed to be cooler than this. He takes out his crossbolt who, which is now a glowing purple uh, due to the dungeon's effect. And as he's firing it, the light that's beaming off of it catches his eye too much and he gets temporarily blinded and shoots and hits the wall. And he's like, ah! ah! Stupid dungeon, I'm tired of this. Let's get this over with. And the puppet creature's like, oh, I agree. And he wiggles on over to you, Luthmos, and... Oof, what was I gonna have his stats be? All right, so, uh, Luthmos, you're about to be attacked by your friendly little puppet friend. And he has a kind of, um... 
light blue. Not 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 a cyan, more like an azure. Uh that first hit's not gonna hit ya. Nineteen to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. And yeah, that's gonna hit. Uh that's a twenty to hit. Non not critical. Not natural. It's not natural. Um that is going to be um, fifteen damage from two hits as he, oh, yeah, as he rakes his claws against you. Yeah, I want a speed laugh. This is going great. This is going great, guys. Sure is. Hey, um, quick question. Yeah. Since you've been running this maze, um, I feel like this is something Luthmus would be able to tell from looking at them. How do they look? Like, do, do, does the opposing team look damaged at all, or are they pretty healthy? Good question. Luthmus, you wanna you wanna do a perception check? See if you can figure out uh, how much damage these boys have been taking. Yes, that's an entire twelve. An entire twelve. Um. You can't really tell too much, but it does look like Draxard has been taking some hits. You just, you, it's hard to, yeah, you just, you just aren't really able to tell how much uh, damage has been taken by everybody. But it's clear that, I don't know, they've been through a dungeon. Draxard looks kind of scuffed up. I just wasn't sure if the opposing team is, like, healthy, or if they're, like, one hit away from death like most of us. It is hard to tell, because Luthmos didn't do a good job on the perception roll. Also, they're not humans, or humanoids, so it might be harder to tell. Next up, it is Rad's turn. Rad is gonna hop over you, and let's see, what was his movement speed? Okay. It is Rad's turn, and he is uh, running over to his weapon, which is currently uh, being uh, occupied by the robot guy who is going to turn around and try to attack him with an AOP because he's coming into range. Because Rad's trying to like get right underneath him. Because the robot's pretty tiny. And can occupy the same space as him. And that AOP is not going to hit him. Wow. Good job, little robot. I'm so proud of you. And now Rad has his weapon back. I'm going to put him there. That's his turn. Kitara is going to take their Kitar and go ham! They are ripping some cords and shreds and they are going... All up and down, twirling around and shit. And they are. Yeah, they're gonna start uh, spamming Healing Word. Ooh. Yep. Hey, welcome to Chronicles of Starlight, episode 29. Uh, it's a little bit like a little late, just a day late. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> hope you're enjoying this hella bop that I put together. I'm getting better at making music if I say so myself. No real programming notes 
next episode's probably slated to go uh, October 27th. Hopefully. If, if, if things go well. Probably, hopefully. I got an email that said, Hey, podcaster, would you like to expand your brand? Just sign up if you get 5,000 downloads a month and we can get you sponsored. And I'm like, yes, I would like my passion to pay for rent. But um, I hardly get 10. So in order to get a 500 times increase in the number of downloads per month or so, the podcast is going to have to reach more people. And really the only way to do that is for people to talk about it. If you like it, then tell someone about it. Uh, tweet about it. We have a Twitter now. Uh, Starlightcast. That's at Starlightcast on Twitter. Um, no one really uses Tumblr anymore, even though, whatever. <laughs> I'm using it for some reason. You can chat about uh, the podcast on Twitter using hashtag Starlightcast. <laughs> I'm not really well-versed in Twitter. I'm thinking that's how it works. It can't be that dumb. Maybe I'm the dumb. Anyways. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash chibicheesepuff. Um, my normal Twitter and Tumblr is chibicheesepuff as well. Um, I'm still looking to add all the music free to download and also this um novel project i'm working on um able to be looked at for like five dollars or more donation on uh patreon anyways thanks for listening and i hope you enjoy the rest of the episode that was my show for do do bard spells get used up like wizard spells? Yeah, see they have spell slots just like any other magic using class. Alright, making sure on that one. Uh, the only one that doesn't really work that way is monk because we use key points. Yeah. I guess they still kind of work like spell slots but it's very limited to what you can do. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she pops uh, Luthmos uh, for... Six more health. So wait, she healed Luthmos? Or she yes, yes, yes. She, she healed Luthmos for six health. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that she damaged Luthmos. And like, she's betraying us? No. <laughs> she she pops him like, here you go. It's like that, not, the meme with the Hulk hitting the taco to Ant-Man. <laughs> and she Actually, also... Give me one second, I'm going to make that. <laughs> it's... Okay, uh, she's also gonna bardic inspiration the crap out of you, uh, out of Luthmos, because you're, you're, you are in range. Oh boy. Yeah. <gasps> there we are. Hot damn. Uh, you can add, uh, an 8 to any d20 roll. Woo! Nice. And... Those are bonus actions, right? Sorry, I've never played a bard before. Yeah, that's gonna be her turn. In Luthmos, it's now your turn. Yeah. Well, let me just rip into the person that's standing in front of me. 
Let's see, I I can add an 8 to my roll. Uh, an 8, yeah, to your d20 roll. Yeah. Okay. Can I use it right now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, then that means that's a 20 total to hit. Ooh, a 20 total to hit. Let's see. And that's, let's see, 10 total damage. All right. 10 total damage to that guy. And is there a, a Furby effect with the Relic Sword? Or oh, is it still just, just Slash? Um, it, it just glows real good-like, and it's slashing him real good. It, it's doing something, but you don't know what. Oh, boy. Well, that's not very nice. And the robot's turn is now, and the robot is going to try to fire at Rad right underneath him, and that is going to hit him, dealing some damage as Rad just kind of gets blasted in the face. And that will be it for that round. And the cyber demon guy walks into the room and he's holding a giant pile of gold in his hand. He's like, hey guys, I found all this gold. It's pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> oh shit, what's going wow. on here? And he drops the gold on the floor and he uh, sees that his weapon is on the other side of the room. He's like, oh shit, I missed everything. <laughs> Gambling addict detected. <laughs> And, um, top of the round, it is the weird, uh, snake robe creature's turn. And is going to attempt to attack, uh, Kitara once more. And that is going to hit. And deal a couple more damage to her. She doesn't look too great as some more black mist uh flows out of her and into his mouth as he's starting to like constrict his weird ethereal robeness around her. This is not looking good, guys. It's not looking great. Now Draxard is temporarily blinded and he's going to try to attempt to fire again at Luthmos because that's the last time he saw anything. And that is gonna be a miss. Oh my god. Because he's rolling with disadvantage, he fumbles again. Good. And he shoots himself in the foot. And you just hear loud, loud cursing. Just loud. Just horrifyingly loud. Just fuck. Damn it. Fuck. As he does some damage to himself. I hate this place! Just kill them all! Get this over with! And the puppet creature's like, As you wish, master, sir. Don't call me master, this sounds gay! <laughs> Lovely. And he is going to do some attacks against Luthmos and... Let's see. 21 to hit will hit you. Fumble. And a... Let's just say that fumble uh, causes him to not roll his last one then. Because <laughs> that would make sense. 
Yeehaw. So he hits you once for eight damage. <laughs> that puts me at minus one. Shit. Oh boy. Rad is has his weapon now, and he and Katara look at each other and nod. And Rad engages with the robot and like above him and smacks the absolute crap out of him. Hell yeah. And deals. Ooh. Yeah. Deals some damage to it. Smacking it real good-like. And Kitara is disengaging and running over. Let's see. Ooh, she doesn't do good because the guy is coiled around her. Uh, she isn't able to get out of his uh, grasp. Oof. Yeah, she's trying to disengage, but it's not working. Instead, she is going to continue to... Yeah, continue to healing word. And heals Luthmos for six more health, getting you back up to um, consciousness. Like, like immediately, that's how Healing Word is. Like, it immediately gets you out of consciousness. I have five HP again. Yep. And yeah, then Luthmos, it's your go. Oh boy. Well, I'm just going to keep slashing into the guy in front of me. Rad actually yells out, Get... Get your other two guys in here so she can, uh, uh, see them and so she can heal them. Oh boy, this, this is a great idea. Um, I, I have the jacket, right? Yeah, you have the jacket. Okay, so I just... Pull. Make a strength check to fling them into the room. The 18 total. Hell yeah. Yeah, you're able to slide them at least somewhat gently into the room. They didn't go that far, but at least they're kind of just flopping in. And the moment that those two are in the room, uh, the all the doors on the on the sides of the wall snap closed, and the room goes dark. Oh shit! Oh boy. And there's letters that appear in uh, glowing rainbow text in the center of the uh, room. That say, make your way out. And then they fade into the darkness. We'll see it. And the robot, the robot has lights on it so you can see it. Well, actually, yeah, 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 because they're close to each other and whatnot. Um, I guess you guys wouldn't be able to see over here, actually. Oof. Yeah, this this that's going to be what you look. That That's, that, that's going to be what you can see. You can only see yourself and your glowing weapon that's illuminating the area around you. Just, like, well, the five-feet area around you. I'm gonna make it more like this. Because that makes more sense. Like, in a five-foot around you, and then, like, I guess ten-foot radius, then. Yeah, the weapons give you a ten-foot radius of light. There we go. There we go! That's That sounds more reasonable. Well, shit, I have the perfect magic item for this situation. Mm-hmm. If only you were conscious. I'm still unconscious. And the robot is on the other side of the room, and he's going to be shooting at some stuff, and you can see some flashes of light as he is trying to fire and missing. Yeah, he's missing. For sure. And the snake thing is going to attempt to suck some more life out of Itara and hit. 
That's not good. That is not good at all. Yeah, because Kitara is on her last legs now. She's not looking hot at all. Draxard is furious. (laughs) (laughs) It's all dark now! Why is everything dark? I hate this place! (sighs) And he's just going to be firing off in the last place that he was firing off in because he's just assuming that he's going to hit something eventually. Does a 17 break your AC, Luthmos? Yeah. Okay, he hits you. You see a, a, a bright purple flash hit into your shoulder and you take six damage. I'm in minus one again. <laughs> this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> this sucks. We're that, that Hannibal Burris uh, meme where he's like, ha ha ha, this sucks, man. <laughs> Everyone's getting up and getting down. I get knocked down. I get up again. The puppet guy sees these three delectable, delectable morsels on the floor in front of him. And he actually bends down and is like, oh, it's no fun when they're not playing with me. And he walks off into the darkness to find more foes to attack. <laughs> and now it is Rad's turn. He's dealing with something. And... Hmm. And something happens. You 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 don't know, basically. Cool. Kitara is going to be doing stuff. Okay, she's healed by some. And she is also going to be using healing word. But she can't see you. She really wants to use healing word, but she can't see you through the darkness. Uh, oh, piss beans. I'm just gonna be playing with myself beans? over here. Huh? Piss beans? Is that what you just used as an exclamation? It, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Ah, uh, piss. Ah, uh, beans. That's that's what I was going for. I'm just gonna try to disengage again. She can't disengage. Oh, God. Things are going downhill real fast, my boys. Uh, everyone else is unconscious. Robo's gonna attempt to attack. Miss. Snake is gonna attempt to attack. Miss. Draxard is going to attempt to shoot in the general direction that he was firing because he can't tell what's going on over there. Because it's still dark. And miss. Wow. A puppet creature is up on to Rad right now, and he is going to fumble. Oops. <laughs> He's got a couple of other attacks, and they all miss. Wow. Things going great all of a sudden. Just fantastic. The, uh, this guy, he's he's gonna be fumbling around through the darkness. A lot of things are happening in the darkness. You can't really tell what's going on, because all of you are unconscious. A fantastic adventure. In fact... I'm not even going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm just going to roll some dice and you guys are going to be left in the darkness and whatever happens, happens. Does that sound like fun? That sounds like fun. Okay. Riveting podcast material. Yeah, riveting podcast material indeed. Okay. So here's what happens. 
Abby, you feel uh, a warmth. It's it's like you were asleep for a very, very, very long time. And suddenly you can hear the voice of your mother. It's like at the moment that your mother wanted to wake you up because you were about to be found out. This this was the moment that that your presence in the nunnery what right nunnery? Yeah, nunnery abbey. Um there's another word for it. I'm trying to think of that they use in Hamlet. Get thee to a oh, I guess it is a nunnery. Get yeah. thee to a nunnery. Yeah. So that's that's correct. Yeah. That your presence was is about to be found out by the other nuns. And she is urgently trying to get you up to leave. Mm-hmm. And this, this sort of spike of adrenaline just hits you. And you immediately remember where you, where you are currently. And you're sort of dazed and you feel a little bit more refreshed. But there's just darkness all around you. And there's the face of Kitara right next to you. With her glowing yellow kitar, exhausted. She doesn't have her cool jacket on. And but she is smiling and she she looks a little drained. <sighs> the bodies of your two fellow friends are right next to you. It's your turn. Oh god. Okay. Did you I was her fighting dragon. I got knocked unconscious, I, I guess. She just grabs your hands and starts pulling you over to your friends. Okay, okay, okay. Are you sure? You, you're the one who, who woke me up. You can't, you don't have any anything else you can do to kind of help us out? Speed this along? I, I, I don't know what's happening. She shakes her head. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Alright. Um, I kind of look between the two of them. Um... Luthmos probably has the fresher injuries, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Looks like um, he's yeah. got shot with a crossbow bolt in the side of his shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's all purple and glowy. Okay. Um, yeah, all right then. Um, I have a whole pool of healing hands because I don't believe I used it at all. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, put 10 HP on Luthmos. So Luthmos heal by 10. And... Uh, are we still going by initiative round? Because I think I can only do this once per round. Let me check. Yeah. Uh, let me check then. Yeah, it's an action, so I can only I can only help one person a turn. So I'll have to wait until next turn to revive. Five. Yeah. That puts me at nine HP. Hell yeah, we got two boys up. All right. Um, do we need to go through another round, or can I just go ahead and take my other turn now? We're gonna go through another round. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna stay right by them. Because there's no reason for me to move, especially since I don't know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. All right, top of the round. Stuff is going on in the darkness, and you don't know what. Uh, there is a stray crossbow bolt that fires overhead, and it's purple. Oof, this isn't gonna be good. That one hits. Yep, that one hits. That one hits. Oofy doofy. Oh, oh, poor Rad. Okay. Ooh, I should have done this last turn. Oh, well, I can do it next turn. 
Okay, Rad. You can hear Rad in the background getting slashed by something. And Rad's just. Ah! That wasn't a good yell. <laughs> Alright, and now it is back to Kitar's turn. She is going to be using her higher level spell slots for lower level spells. Hey, that's valid. It's valid, alright. She is going to slap uh, Foxfire and get him up and heal him for nine. Yeehaw, I live. What's happening? Yeah, Foxfire, you also, since you've been out for so long, you also feel like you've been in a deep, deep, deep sleep. And all you can hear is like an alarm. It is the night before an exam at your wizard school, and you've been doing your best to study, but you know how it'd be. You're not studying, and you're this sort of- true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you- and, it, it, and while you are in deep sleep, you feel like you're just not actually resting, and you're just kind of staring at the ceiling because you're already awake, and you can hear your alarm going off next to you. And it's just been going on for a couple of minutes, and you just haven't been bothered to g- roll over and start the day, because you do not want this day to start. Exam. Spells. And as you eventually do turn over, suddenly you see Kitara's face right in front of you, and you are incredibly aware of uh, where you are and what happened and what's the situation. But not like, you know, everything. You, you, you remember that you are in a dungeon and it is Brad's cool room, cool, cool dream, cool dreamland. And you're wearing some uh, big puffy shirts and stuff. Yes. You basically wake up to the, the dreamlike reality that you found yourself in. What are you doing? It's very dark, right? Yeah. I use one of my second level spell slots. And cast continual flame. Ooh. What does that do? It's just... Hmm? Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Wait. Do I have my orbs on me? Y- no. Yes. You don't... Well... No. No, you, you don't have yeah, your dagger yeah. on you. You have your orbs. My orbs. Yeah. Yes. So, I touched the non-seasick one. Which, and... which was your focus, right? Yeah. Yeah. And now it gives off light like a torch. Okay. I don't want torchlight radius in Minecraft. Yeah, you do. Why not? <laughs> I believe the torch radius in D&D is 30 feet bright light, 30 feet dim light. Uh, since it's magical light, I'm going to give you that much. It's a 20 foot radius around your orb. Excellent. By the way, this darkness, can I see through it since I have dark vision or is it magical darkness? It's magical darkness, but I am going to give you like a little bit of a buffer. Okay. We all have dark vision. Yeah, you all have dark vision. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. It is magical darkness. You can't see through it as well as normal darkness. This is advanced darkness. Mm-hmm. That was a SpongeBob reference for you kids at home. Wow. I hope we don't get sued by Nickelodeon. We won't. But yes, that was uh, Foxfire's turn. Now... It is, uh, well, Luthmos' turn. Oh, boy. Um, 
Let's see. Well, I've no idea what to do. Can I just walk? Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna. I cannot see through the darkness. I assume. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you like half because you got dark vision. There you go. Yeehaw! Kristen, you have probably have to see. Uh, Find me a weapon. Yeah. Okay. Um, the weapons are. Let's see. Yeah, you're along the wall where the weapons of the enemy team were. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna, you know, stay close to the wall. That's not where I need to be. Now I walk 30 feet. Okay. Yeah, the weapon that you saw on the wall was a glaive. That's not fox fires. Nope, that's enemy teams. But... Oh boy! Yeah, you walk right next to Draxar and his glowing purple crossbow and he's like, Hey, wait a minute! Stay right there so I can blast you to death! Oh um, well, no. That guy's uh, here? Well, yeah. Uh, don't mind me. I'm just making my way through here. Oh, no you don't. Well, if you're if you're gonna blast me, it's probably just gonna take you much longer to get out of here. Need uh, every person we can get to find a way out. No. No, I think I'm just gonna blast you. Well, shit. And since you entered his radius, he's gonna A up yeah. And that's gonna miss. Yeehaw. Actually, I believe fifth edition changed it so you only get attacks of opportunity when you exit the radius. Oh, when you exit yeah. the radius, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. When you enter the radius, that would really suck. I mean, that would suck as hell. That would suck. I'm so glad you caught that. God damn. Oh, oof. Oh, oofa doofa. Anyways, um... Being yeah. worse if you're fighting something that has any sort of reach, like, with a large character. So it's like, you step within two squares. Oh, I'm gonna punch you. God. Oh, man. What are rules? What are rules? Anyways, uh, it is Abby's turn. All right. Well, um, so I just heard this prick talk, and I'm assuming he, I can see him, right? Mm-hmm. Can I? Okay, yeah, um, I'm still pissed off about how he treated us earlier, um, so I'm, I'm kind of torn between trying to find Rad, since I heard him scream in pain and kick, kick this guy's ass. Okay. Because, hmm, I can do that. Um, hmm. No, Abby's too mad. She's gonna kick his ass. <laughs> so she's gonna rush right up to him and, uh, punch him. Okay. And... Let me go ahead and roll my attacks. Oh god, where are my dice? Oh, oh there. Uh, okay. So, first attack. That's a critical fail. <laughs> oh boy. God damn it. You you throw your punch and you threw it way too hard. You're full of anger. And you're just kind of... I guess roll your next attack with disadvantage because you've overshot okay. yourself. Yeah. All right. God, this is so Calvin Ball. 12, and then this next roll was a 19, so we have to take the 12. 12 plus 6 is 18. Mm. Does that still break his AC? Let's see. Yeah, it does. Nice. All right. Well, uh, so I punch him. Hell yeah, punch him. Four, 1d4 plus 4. So that is a total of seven damage bludgeoning. Okay. Yeah, you punch him real good. You smack him in his armored chest. 
and he exhales a bit and he's like, Hi, you bastards! I'll kill you all! You're the bastard here. You're gonna deserve what... You're gonna get what is coming to you. (laughs) Good at lines. (laughs) No, you're the bastard here! No, you! Die, monster! You don't belong in this world! (laughs) Yeah. Uh, some stuff's going on in the background. Moofy doofy. And, oh boy. Oh, that's not good. Uh, Well, this whole session has just been one not good thing after another. Yeah, it really has. And now it's Draxart's turn. Oh, you gonna shoot me? Huh? Huh? You gonna shoot me, bitch? (sighs) Hmm... Uh, I have a question. Yeah. And, uh, does Drexard happen to have the crossbow expert feat? Because I believe if he's going to shoot at anyone in melee, he gets a penalty to that. Uh, no. Uh, I'm not so good at building characters. I, I, I he doesn't. <laughs> okay. the, the, that's well, the short of it. That's the. Sh- I want to check the ruling on that because I'm pretty sure he fires at disadvantage if he's going to fire into melee. I don't know if that's what you're intending to do, but I do want to check that. If it's if a ranged attack is used like points blank or like under the minimum amount of distance that needs to be between you and the enemy, then it's a disadvantage. Hmm, that seems a little silly. How would shooting point blank give you disadvantage on shooting because i mean your your dude is standing right next to you and you know since most people train by firing at a range it's also it's this doesn't make as much sense with like if you're working in a system that has guns but in a you know if you're using like a bow and arrow then you have to you know get out your arrow load it into your bow stretch it out or stretch out the the um, string and fire, and that's really cumbersome within a, a five foot space when your enemy's right next to you. You know, going for your throat with a sword or a dagger or whatever. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think that's why it's supposed to impose disadvantage to fire at point blank. And taking the feet negates that because it shows that you know, for at least if you're using a crossbow, that you I guess have training to fire at point blank range. That's wild. Okay. Uh, in that case, he is going to, uh, pull out a dagger. And miss! Doing a fantastic job here. My, my villain. My villain here. Doing so good. God. I mean, your environment is doing a great job at killing us. (laughs) Oh, boy. And then some stuff happens in the darkness and you can't tell what's going on. Oh, poor sweet baby Rad. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, you just hear some slashing in the darkness. That's it. Fun. Kitara is going to dash over here. You guys can't even see what's going on because that'd be meta-knowledge, whatever. Uh, She is going to be doing stuff over there, and you can't really tell. You could just hear the uh, crazy sounds of guitars playing in the background and just, and stuff like that. Cool. 
All right. And now Foxfire, it's your go. Uh, I'm seeing you measuring that map. What is going on, bud? I go there. Can you, can you not move your boy? No. Try now. Can you still the not move your boy? He's not moving. I did it. You moved one. Okay, there you go, boy. And you have orb, so there you go. What? Where's my weapon? Your weapon is somewhere over in the darkness. No. Just like one square over, I think. Yeah, I think literally one square over from there. Okay, I still have one more movement speed. Um, There's a lot of stuff in front of you. <laughs> Are you sure you want to keep moving? I moved back there. Okay. I cast Firebolt. Okay. At what? At Drax? No, at uh, Puppet Man. Oh. Oh no, Dementio's over there. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Oh, by the way, um, uh, I don't think you mentioned um when Chita when Kitara healed me. Yeah. How much did she heal me for? Uh, beans. I forgot. I think it was eight. Eight. Okay. I just need to know. All right, that puts me at a healthy nine hit point. Hell yeah. Oh wait, that I got healed for eight too, so that puts me at nine. Wait, no, I got healed for nine. Yeah. Put me at ten. Yeah. Great. The rules of D&D &D are malleable, and I don't remember what numbers exist and stuff. Numbers are hard. Boy, howdy, are they hard. Anyways, roll that fireball damage, right? Yes. Second. That's a hit and damage. 23 to hit. Yeah, that's, that's gonna hit him. Nine damage. Nine fire damage. Hell yeah. You blast him, and uh, it scorches his cute little scarf body some, and he's like, Oh, I'd like it if you didn't do that. I'd like it if I continued. And Muthmos, it's your turn. Boy. Well, I think I'm just, um, hmm, hmm, hmm. I think I'll help Abby with taking out this dude. Yeah, boy. That's at 12. Does this hit? No. It clings off of cybernetic armor and goes and makes a flash of orange light as cause your sword's all cool and magic. So Abby, your go. Alright, time to punch again. Alright, roll one. That is a uh sixteen. Does that break his AC? No. Okay, roll two. Uh that definitely doesn't break his AC either. <laughs> Alright, cool. And then top of the round, this guy's going to be doing his stuff. He's going to be coiling around uh, Rad right now. And he does hit. And he does some damage. And Rad looks like he's being sucked. His life is being sucked away. And it's real cool. Not creepy at all. Uh, Draxard's turn now. He's going to be attempting to attack with his... Uh, Actually, no. He, like, throws down his dagger, takes a big, deep breath, and shoots acid out of his mouth. And, Luthmos, you're gonna need to roll a deck save. Ooh, fuck. Oof. That's an 11. That is not gonna cut it. Oof. You take... 10 acid damage. Oh! One again! Oh, that Luthmos always laughed, singing in and out of consciousness. <laughs> oh, buddy. 
Just like real life. Just like real life. All right, and Puppet's turn. He is going to... Uh, he, he, he's actually going to uh, grab Rad as he's being choked by the snake creature as well. And he's got his knives out and he's like, Okay, I've had enough fun of this sort. How about you drop your weapons, kids? Or else things are going to get a lot more messy. And Rad is uh, currently being choked out by the snake thingy, snake robe creature thing, and is being threatened to be cut in half by the puppet thing, and he is going to attempt to try to wiggle out and wiggle free uh, against... It looks like he is trying to get out, um, but no, he's not able to. And... Kitara, what are you gonna do, girl? Panic. As the disco. She... She sees this shit going down. She takes out her kitar, raises it above her head. It's glowing yellow and full of anger. And she slams it down real hard on the snake robe creature, hitting him for... Oof, a good chunk of damage. As suddenly the the hood of the robe sort of flips open just a tiny bit and Rad catches what's underneath with his eye and you can just hear the sound wheeze out of him as uh, the robe is that's constricting around him loosens up just a tiny bit. Dad? What? Could it be Rad's dad's a snake, a turncoat, and worst of all, uncool? No, it couldn't be. Next time on Chronicles of Starlight.